We would be honored if you would join us. Ojaba. Ojaba. Hello there. Hi. And welcome to Thule Squad Radio. My name is Gisli. This is Jan. And I am Aid. Ah, no Stefan today. Eh. Well, he might he might show up. He might show up. All right. Let's I hope mean, he does. Let's hope he does. Otherwise, he's not getting any quiz points. I mean, it's it's a close race. Yep, yep, it is. So, how are you guys? Pretty good. Hmm? Feeling no news? pretty dirty. Uh, you, you should, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you should after, feel dirty, like extremely dirty. Game. Yeah, and I don't think a shower is enough. No, I already had a few of them, and I still feel dirty. <laughs> is is it all that rubbing up, rubbing against rocks, that makes you feel dirty, and just ignoring them? Um, sure. Or is it, uh, or I don't is know. it your big, enormous gun? Yes. There you go. I get your drift now. <laughs> yes, it's the rubbing of the rocks and the enormous guns, and uh, and the <laughs> ones that yeah. <laughs> sure. This is weird. Yeah, this is weird. Gisli, <laughs> next next, next time you don't get to select what we watch pre-stream. Okay. Wait. Yeah, of course. Yeah, <laughs> what's about? What is wrong with that? I don't know. No. Okay, that's not. <laughs> you have uh, you have done enough damage to me and to aid. We will not share this with the with the with the listeners. That's not fair. <laughs> Great. So, how is Iceland doing? Uh, just COVID. Yeah, COVID. Basically. So yeah. Yeah, we are also in oh. trouble. I think in Denmark. Yeah. I don't know if we're, we're not like in deep trouble, like uh, people are falling over, dying everywhere. But oh no, it's not too great. Um, I mean, we are record numbers throughout the the pandemic of of mm-hmm. infections per day. Yeah, um, yeah. same here. Mm-hmm. We broke we broke the record like I think four days in a row or something. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, both Iceland and Denmark has very high vaccination rates. So mm-hmm. imagine how it would have been without that. Oh, we would have been uh, mm-hmm. fucked. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, and here in Iceland, it's uh, it's more like the younger younger people, both both kids and teenagers that are getting it. Yeah, the crazy kids. Yeah, which haven't been vaccinated mostly. Yeah, we have uh, we have the same pattern. It's like the kids yeah. first, and then the sort of mid thirty parents second. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> yep. So yeah. There's ah. that. There's yeah. That. That's depressing. But let's continue. We we can still go go to our friendly local game store Nexus and get games in. So they haven't closed. Yeah, yeah. We're not, not on lockdown or anything. No, 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 no. No, no, we're not really either. There's like a little bit of sort of COVID passport things coming back, but mm -hmm. yeah, we don't even have mandated mask wearing anymore. Uh, oh, I we have it here. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, w I think I would personally think we should have that again. Mm hmm like in public transport and mm -hmm. you know inside stores and so on that would be mm -hmm. good. Or cramped spaces yeah um i mean i think the only time i've been mandated to wear a mask is when getting a COVID test and i mean that at least makes sense yeah <laughs> <laughs> because i mean with our current uh, positive rates it's like Every time you see forty people standing in line for a COVID test, one of them is going to have it. So yeah, yeah. exactly. Good exactly. thing to wear a mask. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Nobby, Nobby. Yeah, we just started up. There you go. Coffee. What the hell? I've got it, beer. It's morning. Yeah, but it's evening for us. Is it like, uh, you know, when in Rome? Make, make it Irish. Rome. When, make it Irish. Make it Irish. <laughs> <laughs> make it Icelandic. Pour some vodka. Well, you mean brandy? I, oh, I mean. Yeah, sure. I okay. feel. I feel you would say that, Gisli. Perhaps he <laughs> likes his coffee. <laughs> uh, uh, yep. Um, yeah. No hmm. news really for me. I mean, I, I, I played a few games though. Yeah. I played against game against Aid and. I like last Monday, and I still kind of feel uh, a little bit violated after it. Oh, yeah. What did you flag, Isley? Uh, I I really wanna forget. I mean, I wish it just put some rohypnol or something in my drink when I was playing it, just so I would forget about it. I think uh, the no. outcome would have been sort of the same. <laughs> yeah, I was flying. Uh, Two T-70s and two A-Wings. Yeah, the fives. Yeah, all, all fives. It was uh, CC, Lulo, Nian, and LO. Oh, yeah, that list. Well, you violated me with that list. I mean, it's a it's a really fun list. It is. I mean, what's and not, what's I not think... to like? You have four I-5s with good abilities. Yeah. And, yeah, and I, and and I don't think it's it's not an S tier list or anything. It's, I think, but I think it might be like A minus. No, it's not P solid A. I think. I think it's solid A. It, it's probably yeah. not yeah. S, but it's solid A. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, I, for, I for the listeners, was, yeah, for the listeners, it's Nyanam. He has uh, obviously the config and the pattern analyzer. The cheat upgrade. Uh, the yeah. cheat upgrade. And uh, uh, what was the other one? Hello. Hello. If just uh, with the config. Naked. Then, naked. Yeah. Then there's, then there's Lulo. Naked as well. Not that you really care, I think. And, <laughs> and CC with uh, optics and uh, heroic. Heroic. 
Yeah. It's a mean list. Yeah. So yeah. what did you fly it? I was I picked a list that is kind of strong and uh and will be godly in the um after the road thing. Don't tell people what your list is. No, do tell people <laughs> what your list people is. People might pick it up <laughs> and fly I it. I think they I think they already know. At least some people do. Uh, it's a it's a it's a Han in the Falcon and uh, and a dash. Yeah, with some upgrades. Yeah. yeah, I mean we see a lot of hand dash lists, and I this is hands down the most horrible version I've seen of it. I gotta say, of the hand dash. Yeah. You want to you want to tell people how it's built? Uh, sure. Okay, I've got a dash at hundred and a hand at hundred. Yep. Dash has trick shot, perceptive engine, and outrider. That's pretty basic. And then hand with trick shot, Lando, and Ezra. No. And then also Cassian. Not, 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 yeah, 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 Ezra as well, yeah. Ew, Cassian. Cassian. Yeah. yeah, I know. Yeah. And Cassian, I mean, just to, just as a tile pick, he works for Dash as well, so. Yeah. He, yeah. he was actually, I mean, it's a, it's a double, you know. You fly Dash Rendar to get the modded trick shots. And then Han is kind of like his bodyguard. Yeah. And peeks at Dials because he's going to be in range two of the front runner. Mm-hmm. And uh, he can, and Han just changes his maneuvers on if you want to get the block or, or, or better placement. And then uh, Dash can react with his barrel roll if it need be because you can also block with uh, Dash. Mm hmm. It's disgusting. Han, you know, built-in mods on the i6 turret with Han, and uh, you just get so many. Uh, it's so many built-in mods. You know, you have the Han reroll, and with the uh, Lando, you get a pretty good chance of getting two tokens, mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, of course, Daz has his uh, focus evade every round that he doesn't have to uh only if it has position. to yeah yeah i mean he's pretty much focus evade which is almost always the correct choice mm-hmm. because with two green die maybe plus the obstruction maybe plus uh, range three he's got pretty high survivability for many shots if you fly him correctly and i was not flying him correctly and nope. i you only need to be as good as your opponent, right? But yeah, you, that's right. But you I did mean, get Gisti like the, you, flew well, and I was like, "Oh, I shouldn't have done that. I should have done this," or, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that could could have been given me the trick shot, or that ha, had would have given me the range three, or, but it didn't matter. And I wasn't even rolling that well on the offense. I did roll well on the defense, though. Yeah, in the beginning, you were like natties, natties, yeah. natties, like four Nat- times in a row or something. <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> even though, <laughs> and I had to throw away an evade token. <laughs> So yeah. So how do you feel this versus sort of the the currently sort of as far as the data goes proven best dash bill with the uh, the dash uh, with stealth device and and then the Soka and the Jake mostly as support for dash. Right. I actually need to try. I've got it in my builder, and I need to try the Jake Osoka thing. To see how it feels, because um, if you have the two support ships uh, and only relying on dash for firepower, yeah, no, uh, you can you can get. I, I know you have the pocket on Jake, mm -hmm. but, yeah. uh, but it's kind of uh, you're flying Jake to give uh, yeah. the focus over the mods over to uh, dash. Mm -hmm. So getting the pocket is like a bonus if he if he if he should end up there, you know. It it doesn't feel as good. I mean, against Hans, you know, three die turret, three to four die, three to well, five I mean, die, even on range shape one against uh, mm -hmm. I mean, obstructed the, shots. The dash is certainly stronger when when he has two support pieces. Both defensively yeah, and, and offensively, but uh, I agree that if that dash dies, then you probably lose the game. Mm -hmm. uh, not only on, on, if unless, it dies, unless it's very late. But whereas in the dash hand list, uh, you probably have a smaller chance of doing those early really hard punches. But if you lose dash, well, you still have hand. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, and it, also, if there's in no, those, no. like a couple of turns during the game where dash is like you have to do something really clever with dash and to get him out of arc or, or you know, uh, and you're not pointing the uh, correctly and uh, you have to do the uh, barrel. I mean, you're not really that that uh, optimal on uh, or on point in dealing damage on dash. And what do you have then? Uh, 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 around where you're not doing any real damage, whereas Han is just there in the middle, and so if he's soaking up damage, fine. If he's doing damage, which he usually is, he's just pumping out three to five dice every turn pretty accurately. It's I think it's more consistent, mm. but I could be wrong. It, it's just a feeling. I have to try the other list out. Yeah. Like I like I told Ayid, like I went through a few of the strongest lists right now that we know of. Uh in in PPM. Mm-hmm. Uh a few of the strongest for each faction. And against the, the Dash Han, I didn't really see a big like uh, a big list, uh, yeah, big threat Optimal. for this list. Yeah. Oh, but I mean, Dash Hand does score higher, but it's flowed less. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm not it, surprised. Dash, <laughs> Dash Han is 70.5. Ooh. Ooh. Nice. Yeah. Uh, or not. Um... <laughs> but I mean, Vader Defender in Echo is 76.1. 
So maybe we should switch to large uh, tournaments only because otherwise it's just yeah, fighting. Yeah. Uh, what happens then? Then Dash Dash Han disappears completely. Hmm. Oh, really? Um, yeah, but that's that's and, the, and the reason other, I the feel other one dirty. Goes to seventy-four. The time uh, Ahsoka Dash Jake goes to seventy-four. Okay. That's pretty solid. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's the reason why I felt dirty because I felt like I was playing something uh, immoral. <laughs> Oh, Dash Hera, uh, Dash Hera in a B-Wing and Jan Ors. 65. Dash Hera in a B-Wing. Okay. That's... That's silly. Yeah. Six Rebel Aving, 78.7. It's, it's still low counts of lists, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah well, Noppy is saying stop promoting Dash, even though he, you're promoting A-Wings with him. Well, we're promoting the wrong A-Wing, right? Are we? <laughs> yeah, I mean, the Resistance A-Wings is like, I mean, no, they are no, the no, A-Wings. No, no. no Rebel, Rebel A-Wings have taken over the A-Wing throne. And they make resistance A wings look primitive and old fashioned. <laughs> we need more A wings pilots. Yeah, we need A wings in more factions, actually. Uh, I never thought we... I would hear anybody say that. <laughs> I've been playing A wings since since I was, you know, and banging my head on the wall or the table of how bad they were. Forever. But what you what you're saying is that you've been playing Jake. No, 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 Arvel. My <laughs> the 20, other name. 20, <laughs> my my 2015 uh, worlds list was uh, three green squadron aimings with crack sh- crack shots and uh, Miranda. Yeah. Which year? 2015. Yeah, and then you went also again 2017 with Miranda, right? And 2018 Miranda, with right. Miranda, wasn't it? I don't remember. Yeah, I think you had Miranda Ray there as well, didn't you? I might. <laughs> oh, okay. Anyways, anyway, anyways enough um, talk about Dash. I mean, we are only yep. saying that he is broken. Who knew Absolutely. when you uh, when you dropped his points with the yeah. title like eighteen points? Who knew? Yeah. Imagine that. Nobody could have foreseen that. I mean, look <laughs> the the dash that Aid is flying at well, la- at launch. That dash also cost a hundred points, but that was just without all the upgrades. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, oh, that's it that's was a, it was a noble indeed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's funny, like both this podcast and every other podcast I listened to when the points came out, they were like, "Okay, this is this is really nice. This is really nice." Then, it, then they came up to Dash and were like, "Oh, oh shit! Oh, oh shit!" Yeah. yeah, this might not be clever, <laughs> but I don't know whether were there one thing more where we were concerned. 
I think it was really only Dash. Yeah, it was really only that. Well, yeah. there are maybe like a point or two or something. Not nothing like horrible. Yeah. It it's dash and and the title, everything else in this point shop grade is footnote. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So anyway, fun and games. Um yep. I have played uh a little bit of road. Well, um we still haven't covered the news before we go into road. Oh, well, I mean, we were talking about road games, so let's just continue. We'll do that after. We'll we'll do the news afterwards. We feel this is crazy day. So we do things in another order. No Stefan, and we do everything in the incorrect order. Oh, hello, PFO in the chat. Ciao, Bobby Nobby. Okay. (laughs) Ciao. Ciao. Okay. Anyway. Oh, continue uh, with so the road. I've played yep. a few games. Uh, I've been trying out uh, a variant of the list I've flown against Yugi Slee that I talked about last time. Mm-hmm. Uh, this time I've decided not to take my own version, but to take the actual proven version that uh, Clint Hewson has been flying successfully in a few tournaments. Mm-hmm. So uh, Obi and Ahsoka in the Ether Sprites with 7B, no other upgrades, and free I2. Uh, V-Wings just with the free ESC title. Or is it Bash? No, it's ESC. Which one is it? The, the iron, iron one? The Iron one. Okay, ESC. that's ESC, yeah. That's ESC. So, um, it was hilariously fun. Uh, I flew it against uh, a Rebel list uh, with Wedge, Luke, Jake, and Sabine. Uh, that was great. Um, and uh, there was some initiative overlaps. There were initiatives overlaps on the freeze, where Ahsoka overlapped with Sabine and Obi overlapped with Luke. And I started out by killing Wedge, so uh, then all of a sudden it was sort of that move last spot where Obi and Luke was uh, was competing. Um. <laughs> So uh, that was uh, that was that was great fun, and it actually ended up in a rather interesting uh, end game where I had uh, the one surviving viewing running away, uh, and Obi and Luke sort of juking it out um, in a one v one with you know not really knowing when you set the dials which of them were going to move first uh, and trying to make the best of it. So. Um, I think that that worked out pretty well. Um, my second game was uh, was against another Republic list with, uh, let me see if I can remember. There was a Hound, the Lat, uh, with Seven Fleet Gunner on it. Um, and uh, a CLT Plow. And, oh yeah, there was an Oddball with a Procket. Uh, Ahsoka didn't like that particularly Uh, and um, uh, what's her face Shakti uh, in the the Edda 2 so there there was also the 5s and the 2s actually the V-Wings overlap with uh, with the Lat right 
yeah, I think Hound is a two. Um, so mm. uh, another fun game. Um, for that, the uh, initiative order didn't end up mattering so much uh, because even though my five went after his five, his five made the sensible choice to try to run away. That was unfortunately successful because unsuccessful, I mean, because weavings are great blockers. So, but but it didn't really matter that much actually, even though we had like several initiatives overlapping. Um, so yeah, that's sort of my experiences from uh, from the last since last time. I do. I just like to say since you said Sabine in there somewhere, Natasha Liu Bordiso. Yes. Yes. I agree. Yeah. So, moving on. Moving on. No, how, how was it? I mean, you're playing uh do you feel like you've uh, actually uh do you, ha, have you reached the point in your road games where it's like aha, this is it. Uh there you go. That's that's the thing there they were addressing this is better or ah oh, this is silly. Did you get no, any real notion I mean, of? I mean, I would say uh, with the games I've played, uh, I've always had you know another five that was like an AC thing across from my Obi One, and in my later games, I played Obi One in general a little bit more defensive to not get him into this position where it suddenly became super vital for me to know whether he would move first or last. Um, so, I mean, some of that came like in the turn before, not getting in the bad spot. And once I realized that I did then have some agency over, oh, do I just need to take the super conservative one forward, which, by the way, Obi-Wan doesn't have, so I guess the one bank uh, in his case. Um, because I have some control over that. And then, especially in the, the first game I mentioned against the Rebels, uh, I found that this, this end game where you have, like, a Luke and you have an Obi-Wan in, in the 7B, and they're sort of, in many ways, close to each other. I think Obi-Wan is better. Uh, but in, and, and certainly much more maneuverable than AC. Uh, but I think that would have been much less interesting to play, honestly, if one of us, through whatever method, if we had known who was first player, uh, you can still make the argument, well, how would it be with uh, before dials? Yeah, probably a little bit more aggressive, I think. Uh, because then the second player would know, okay, I can safely lean in this turn. But, but it actually made it, it was interesting, I would say. It was very, it was different, but it was interesting to try to figure out okay, so this move is good for first player, it's also good for second player. This move is even better for second player, but it's less good for first player. Okay, what do I do? Is it a disaster for first player? Uh, maybe not. Okay, then I can do it. Um, so I think it makes you think more, and 
it makes it makes planning harder for the ships that have these overlaps, obviously. But by making it harder, it somehow also makes it more impactful. Um, I think. Um, but I mean, I'm still too few games in, I think. Yeah, of course. And you don't have the rules yet. Oh, yeah. And to Nobby that asked, uh, have you just been testing Road or also the other stuff? Uh, we've just been testing Road. And as uh, my, my current stance on it, uh, a few weeks ago, I was probably into, okay, let's just leave this alone until we know all the things. And if I were a tournament organizer, that's where I would stick right now. I would never try to I wouldn't put up a tournament using road right now. Uh, I wouldn't, but but equally so, I wouldn't put up a tournament using uh, random player order because I actually think that's even worse. So if I were to arrange a big tournament today, it would be using the official rules as they are. Yeah, same boat. Uh, and and with no deficit scoring, no nothing. Um, but for practice games uh and for getting some perspective also i mean to be honest to you know be able to talk also on on, on this podcast and and generally just you know shape my opinions a little bit and and make me think about okay what does it actually mean then i think it is worth just playing with you know like deficit and road um yeah i'm i'm just i'm just gonna wait to see the rules come out before I try it even more. I mean, if if there if it comes out with the rules that you still get an action on bumping and stuff like that, I'm probably just not gonna try it. You're gonna try it with the bumping and and range zero shooting. No, yeah, just probably just not. drink just drink some beers before you go. That's not that. I don't know. Uh, I honestly don't know. I mean, I think I'm probably going to try whatever comes out and I'm probably going to give it a good effort because, I mean, I agree that it is it is different. Um, and, But I also think, I mean, my instincts tell me that the bumping thing would be bad. And my instincts also tell me that road alone probably needs some points adjustments. But to be honest even when they come out with the full rule package, I would expect, expect that they have done insufficient points adjustments because I simply don't, I don't see how they could possibly get the number of games in to get all the points right. Or even, yeah. even, you know, points will never be fully right, but, but even like, uh, close to right. Yeah. But also I think, like points are in some cases i think not not only extremely hard just you can't really point things correctly like i i i mentioned soon fell a lot in mm. the road instance um because essentially you are playing two different games with road against uh, other i6s um, you can just be 
yeah, I mean, you can be in a bad spot there with Suntir. And and he is absolutely not worth his points when he doesn't move last. But then again, against I-5 and lower, he's still the old Suntir. So he, how are you going to cost that? I honestly think he is worth his points. I mean, you probably need to slap... Uh, 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 what are they called? Uh, the config on him. The sensitive controls. Uh, and then if sure. you, then you point compare him to an, to an editor too, and all of a sudden he seems rather cheap. Yeah. No. Because I mean, if he's blocked, it's like, oh, mm-hmm. I have a token, great. Um, so he's almost Jedi in that way. Mm. Not if he takes multiple shots, of course. But it, th- and then mm. that's also perhaps the point is that Sunchir's value is different in a meta where you're likely to face three ships than in a meta where you're likely to face six. Mm-hmm. And I think that that is the case no matter whether it's road or not. Yeah, I mean, I, I just mentioned Suntir. I mean, I, I could I could yeah, yeah. more pilots than him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's I, just I, the, the popular archetype yeah, yeah. Of, of which will uh, suffer probably uh, likely, maybe, with the road changes. Maybe, I think. Yeah, I mean, I th- I think sensitive controls will be stable on him during road, but if it's not banned, no, it's a system phase preposition. So, no, but I mean, <laughs> given given that it is as good as it is, it should probably cost points again. I think. The thing is, I don't know. I, no, I, I don't think so, actually. Mm. Yeah, anyway, continue. But I mean, if it's better than not having it, and it's if, if you, we talk about it being stable, then it probably should cost points. No, that's the thing. It, you may have to deduct not, those it, points. No, from that's, a, that, that's the thing. Against other ice, uh, if we're talking about some theory, against other ice 6s you super want sensitive control. But against I-5s and lower, I wouldn't want to have it. No. I would rather double reposition after I move. Oh, so you're saying it's like, it's a meta choice. It's a meta choice. And it's basically... No, not really, because no, it, you will face both. And yeah, exactly. you damned if you do and damned if you don't kind of thing. Mm-hmm. No, but I mean... I think it is a meta choice because if you only if you're likely to only face one other i six during an entire tournament, then you probably don't put it on, and then you just have to make the most of that game, and maybe that's the game you lose, but that's fine if you win the rest. I mean, you're that's always going to see i sixes. You're always yeah, going to see i sixes. I think I think we have we'll have a bigger spread of the initiatives uh, with the road changes. You want to have a one in there. For being sure about getting blocks off, yeah, I and you want sixes just in case you need to finish up a game against, and you you know, uh, I I it'll change the meta drastically and list building. I think. Yeah, I think it will affect list building, uh, and I agree that uh, high initiative is more valuable with road than without. Yeah. 
because and, no and longer is it fine to just go to the same initiative as your opponent. It's much more valuable to actually go above them. Yeah, than it was before. and and with 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 that statement, and uh, and if everybody would go that route, that would actually diminish the the uh, the role of a of a six in lists because everybody would run one eventually probably leading to some people going with all threes and just say fuck it I, I, I'm going all threes getting more ships and more toys yeah 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 but I mean that is usually the thing right if yeah. if you get a lot of the, the very high initiative ships that are also very expensive then you can end up winning by just saying oh I'm not going to play that game I'm just going to go down to the middle middle initiatives Mm-hmm. where I get more bang for my buck and yeah but that's the same with uh, every meta yeah like uh, yeah, every single so time. so perhaps nothing has changed i think what is more interesting is with road is it is it still going to be attractive to fly many things of the same initiative or is there actually going to be value in being spread out for the sake of being spread out so you are sure to have conflicting initiatives. And if you are better at solving the particular road puzzle, or perhaps your ship is better because it has, you know, like a super open dial with lots of moves on it, then you can choose to fly on that and try to sort of get in the hair of that thing that has the same initiative as your particular ship. I don't know, but I mean, that's the sort of things that we won't really know until Road has been running for a while. But actually, if the uh, if the tournament uh, rules and scoring will uh, yeah come if, if, if that... come to light, uh, mostly we'll just see jousting lists that destroy a lot of stuff. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I mean depends all on the pricing and points and I mean it's all goes it all goes together but in any event I would absolutely agree that it's probably not going to work out right out, out of the box because there's just so many moving parts and I don't see how they can get enough um, yeah they don't just can't get work enough at all games in. Um, you can pretty much so you can pretty much balance think... everything if you just you know have enough time to fiddle with the points. Um, it'll be on a knife's edge. I don't. I think it'll be always. You know, you 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 adjust some things, meta adjust, and then and that uh, then it'll go into uh, what do you call it? Avgar. Uh, um, it'll be go to the extremes. Yeah. And just go uh, extreme this way or extreme that way, or uh, on uh, which way the points swing. I don't know. I, it feels like they're they're gonna steer it towards a specific specific archetype with with how they wanna, you know, the, with their vision of how the games uh, should be. I don't. Know. It's my feeling. I don't. Think, I mean, I don't think that's road, their vision. Uh, no, but, but road, sure, no, road, but that's, that's could be, that could Kupu be the consequence. and destroy ships. Yeah, road will steer the game into certain archetype. That's 
I think that's a given. I don't think it's a given at all. It depends on whether they adjust correctly with the points. I mean, point up the things that that benefit from road, uh, and and point down. You mean the ones every that everything that has anything else than a rear arc? No, than a front arc. Sorry. <laughs> Big bases again. Not necessarily. I mean, all the. I mean, if if one, if you one, four, two, if, things will will be happy enough if you have focus bump, right? No, but but I'm I'm talking about like turrets and things with rear arc. You don't care about road if you can shoot shoot out the back, That's unless right. you're Ray. Yeah. Or Dengar. Yeah, big base turret will be prominent, probably. Yeah. But I think that the something that will be more prominent is like swarms. Mm -hmm. Just put, Maybe. put a I, lot I, of I Zets in there. They all get focus and put yeah, a, put a again, couple of the uh, tracer missiles in there. But again, that comes from the uh, bump focus. That doesn't come from road, right? But that is extrapolated from road. They're going to add it because of road. Yeah, well, if they, they might. I mean, if they had decided not to do road, they might still have added it, right? Because the whole the, the argument they made was not. They did say we do see more bumps, but they. Yeah. But the argument they Therefore, made for no, no, that's not what yeah. they said in the stream. On the argument they said on the stream was that it felt bad to bump, and it was too punishing. But yeah. Oh, it's so yeah, it's so bad. It's also so bad when you don't know who Hitler is and Secret Hitler. But, I mean, that's the name of the game. Sure. <laughs> All right. We're on uh, opposite sides of the same argument. Um, yeah, and I'm... Next? I, I mean, I'm 90% on... I don't know. I don't know how much I am on this argument, but, I mean, I, I am partly on this side of the argument because somebody has to be on this side of the argument because sure. otherwise this yeah, is going to turn that. into a crying podcast. Yeah. yeah. I appreciate... You being the antagonist. I'm not the antagonist. You are. Oh, not the antagonist. What do you call it? The you are. opposite voice. Oh, yeah. The devil's advocate. Oh, there I we mean, go. I can see the chat here. They're talking about the tournament scoring. Do, you, do we want to go there? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there are certain things I'm not willing to defend. So... <laughs> Uh, but on the other hand, I would also say that of all the things, I mean, we know more about the proposed bump thing than we yeah. do about the tournament scoring. I just, I don't care if you can place higher in a tournament th than a person who won more games than you. That is not fair. It is never fair. It will never be fair. And if they think this is the correct choice, then hell. Every sport in history must be wrong. Every league I mean, there out are, there. Well, obviously, there are plenty of games. I'm not, and again, I don't want to defend it because, as a principle, I I think you're right. But the everything everything else is done this way is not correct. There's many things. Every sport this is the case. Every sport. Okay, but who cares, who cares about sports? I mean, we are miniatures people. We are not jocks. Come on, get your nerd pride on. 
No, this is. A I, I'm an X-wing jock. This is a sport. That's like, true. You like, are. You like, are. Yes. You are. You are jock. You are jock. But but anyway, I mean, this is how scoring has been done for Amada forever. Yeah. And I don't say that that's not an argument for it being good, but it's no. an argument for it actually being able to exist. And I'm sure there are other things that work this way. Um, but I mean, X-Wing is not a sport because X-Wing can be enjoyed while have, while drinking beer. So can, so, so can chess. Okay, chess is not a sport. We got that settled then. It is a sport. Anyway, then. <laughs> anyway, we're getting do we way wait, off topic. Do we want to? Do we want to talk you, more you, road, or do we shall we save some uh, some road stuff for for next? I mean, Aeth had a wall of text here. If he missing something? Yeah, that's know. that's what I'm hinting at. Yeah. So do we want to go to my monologue of I think that is your, that, that is your decision, Aid. Sure. But we can also save it for next time. No, it's fine. Let's go then. Um, uh, we've already st uh, stirred up a storm of road uh, dust. And people that don't like listening to it probably tuned out by now. If you're listening, what's wrong with you? Um, so I've got a one point. Um, I want to address the procedures for different initiatives and same initiative disconnect with this design. Within the current state of the game, we have a very transparent order of procedures. We know who has first player and who goes second or first. And that is clear and symmetric throughout. Going up the tree of initiatives, one through six, with road, uh, that gets somewhat murky. And this change is obviously a band-aid on the current game. And it's not only apparent to the current player, but will be obvious to players coming into the game. Because it feels haphazard and broken. If you have a game with both overlapping initiatives and uniques, Moving the pilots with the, with the initiatives that are not mirrored in your opponent's squad. The order of business is clear. It's set. And you can plan for it. However, with Road, if you have both have an I-4, there's suddenly a 50-50 gamble. You have to consider whether your opponent is going to guess the 50-50 or whether he wants to go for the block or something sub-optimal. Something passive or aggressive, engage or disengage, forcing you to guess on his 50-50, giving you a slimmer chance on getting it right on the coin toss. Why should it be so obvious and clear when we're dealing with an I-2 moving after an I-1, where the I-2 has the clear advantage? But... When we're looking at adversaries of the same initiative, it's suddenly a clear feels bad, a negative play experience. When one gets the advantage over the other and can plan for it, why does the outcome have to be so random and the players can't plan for the maneuvers 
with some board state knowledge. I've heard the term zombie games, where the side of victory is a foregone conclusion and the game itself is a formality. I categorically and wholeheartedly disagree with those, that, those notions. When you have your list and you are the underdog, and your disadvantage is that your opponent gets to move and re reposition after you, that's my most exciting games. And that's my most exciting wins. Fulfilling with the greatest rewards. I don't see a reason to thrust in this little mini scramble game into X-Wing where you have matching initiatives. I think it's crass and unelegant. And if they allow actions after bumping and shooting at range zero, this only compounds the change and makes the game of positioning into a game of bumper cars, where everyone gets shots and mods and trophies, one forward to victory. Can I get and an amen? Amen! <laughs> well, um... To quote Samuel L. Jackson, allow me to retort. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I actually very much agree with perhaps the first half of what you said, which is it is weird that a game where everything is simple and the and the order of operations is well known, that that's how some of our games going to be. I mean, if nothing changes, then that's about 35% of our games. And the remaining 65% is going to have some element of, well, for these two particular ships, we don't know. And now there's like a different mini game going on. And I can agree that that is weird and that makes the game complicated. And I actually also, I don't think it's particular sort of new player friendly. That doesn't mean, as I said before, that I think it doesn't have its own... Um, interesting things and tactics to it. Uh, I think uh, that you're, when you go into your, your little talk about the 50-50s and, and all that, eh, I mean, there's always been these situations in X-Wing where you have to do a 50-50 gamble. Okay, uh, can I, I retort to that? If, yeah, if I can finish the point, then, then, then I'll pause okay. and let you retort. I'll come back to it later. Yeah. But there's always been these 50-50 situations, uh, and that's even if you move first or last. But the point here is just that second player is so strong that it seems it seems too good to have it, you know, decided on the whim of a single dice roll at the beginning of the game, and I don't think that the 50-50 gambles of Road are that different from the 50-50 gambles of yesteryear or your dad's X-Wing or, you know, our former X-Wing. Uh, I think that they are they might be different in the way that they now require more risk assessment. And I don't think it is like, oh... Am I just going to pretend I'm first player or am I going to pretend I'm second player or do I have to do the suboptimal move? I think that if you fly well and you fly well the turn before, then you can affect 
whether you end up with a suboptimal move as the only move that will work out for you. Yeah, but you, you mentioned, like I've heard so many times, that moving second is so much better. I just, I don't agree with that. I mean, is Sometimes it better? moving first is better. Is, Do you want yeah, some, yeah I, you have the stats against mirror matches, complete mirror matches. No. Sure. Well, everybody's been talking about the mirror matches. Then, okay. you, then it's like okay. 70% I, I, more chance to win the game. I know that. I mean, somebody, but if you, a lot of people if you have don't have coding. a mirror match, but if you don't have a mirror match, but you have overlapping initiatives. Yeah. The most common stat that people have been throwing around, which have been widely abused, is a stat that Crate mentioned after the uh, the Lone Star Open, where they looked mm -hmm. at like Django Sam versus yeah. Django Sam matchups, because it's mm -hmm. a very clean thing so it's an interesting mm -hmm. thing but mm -hmm. it's only that and it's not mm -hmm. the whole thing what yeah. i'm talking about is i can tell you the stats of uh, uh Sutia's win rate versus other aces that is also an mm -hmm. i6 depending mm -hmm. on whether he has initiative or not but not necessarily only versus another Suntier. Mm -hmm. okay and they are slimmer i mean it's not a 30 percent thing but it is like he has like 40% chance to win when he's uh, second player. Oh, sorry, when he's first player. So when he does not mm -hmm. have the bid. And he has like 65% yeah. if he does. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and those two don't add to 100, but that's a more complicated question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, yeah. Uh, so All right. and he is the we're, most we're getting away from the aces. No, my no, retort. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that was tangent on tangent but no but, let me but, hear you but this this was related to the zombie zombie game yeah but yeah. i haven't even gotten to the zombie game bit yet because i paused no. to that it retold on the 50 50. all right so i agree the 50 50 has always been there in a game of positioning you have a board state and you have knowledge of uh who will move first Right now, you can uh, gauge your uh, opponent and see how he's been flying and and uh, move accordingly. Now you can do the same thing. Mm -hmm. But the result is decided on a die. Or no. actually three of them. It's not. Yeah, it is. Well, if, you, is. if you both decide to do like the move that will work if I'm second player... Yeah, exactly. On low initiative, if you both decide to do the move that will work if I'm first player, then yes, mm -hmm. then it is resulted on a die. But the one of you that, I mean, assuming over you know a game that, that those yeah. dies will sort of frequently go either way, then mm -hmm. the player that figures out a move that is perhaps not the absolute best move if he's second player and is not the absolute best move if he's first player, but is pretty good in both cases, that player is going to win. Okay. Okay. And I think that will actually... Can you, actu can you actually just give me an example of that? Mm -hmm. just, just a simple one. Um, it's and, a, little, and, it's and, a little bit hard to do by voice. 
And why? Why? Sorry. And and with that question, why is it? Why might it be better than just actually knowing that you're going first and do the actual absolute best maneuver you could do while doing? No, I, I mean, I mean, my point is. I've thought about this, your that actual point, mm-hmm. and I I can't find an instance of that. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you get the bad role that you don't want, that you don't get absolutely dumpstered. Yeah, because it feels like that's a hail mary move, mm-hmm. where you go like, oh, he's going too hard. I'm gonna k turn over him. However, the too hard goes after and you could just barrel into the side or something it's it's of course an oversimplification but i can't gauge that i can't I can't gauge an, a precision where uh, where that like seeing the matrix move you know beyond you have like a oh by the way the 50 50 is grossly simplified because you always have more than two choices you have like three or four choices, uh, real choices in maneuvering when you're when you're yeah. dogfighting. Yeah, and, and, and the strategy is compound that compound those three or four choices that you have, and then you compound and uh, actually, uh, and the, your opponent has three or four choices. Yeah, but, but then you have they're to not equally have, good. One one of them is a block, and yeah. and that's only good if you're the block blocker. Not good if you're the blocky, you know, and so well, I mean, it's I mean, still may, decided may, on may, the maybe ball. you have to do the okay. I'm not gonna do the move that goes straight into the block. So I mean, if let's say we're facing each other, mm-hmm. and my assumption so, is you're gonna do the too hard. So disengage. So I do the I do the one forward because if if, victory? No, no, no. I do the one forward, and it, I mean this right. is a bad example. It could uh, maybe I do the two forward actually. If we are, let's assume we are standing in a place where we are blocking each other's K turns. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah. I'm thinking he's gonna too hard, or he's gonna take the big chance and you know four K over, <laughs> assuming he, he that he gets second player. Okay, so, I will do the yeah. one forward. If I move. If I end up being first player, I'll do one forward, then I'll or two forward, and then I'll barrel roll to block you too hard. So now you're bumped. I'm not, mm-hmm. and again, I'm assuming road only. If the bump actions attack, then things might change, right? But so I ha- I'm now in a position where if you do the if you do the too hard, then maybe we don't shoot. Maybe I set up to shoot one of your other ships. Or I mean, yeah. I set up to be in a better position next turn, where where I can now just hard turn, whether I move first or last, and I have good chance of getting guns on you. Uh, or if I move first, I one forward and I barrel roll over and block you too hard. I mean, there are these You're... things, but and and the, the the point is that they're not created equal. It's not like um, the the chances that I will do certain moves. If I have two options, then the chances between me doing them is not 50-50. And no. the risks of if I do this, then I will be bad. <laughs> and, and the risks are different. But it, 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 it introduces this element of uncertainty. I absolutely agree with that. 
but I'm saying that that uncertainty also has a risk assessment into it, and that is a new skill. I actually think Decided that decided by a die roll. Yeah, it's like um, would you okay, claim? No, no. Let me ask you a straight up question. Would you claim is poker a game of skill or chance? And the answer is both. The 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 answer is both, right? For poker. Okay. But Whatever. the matter yep. is like just because there's a chance in poker and there's a lot of chance because i mean i'm gonna do this and oh it but it's just decided by card draws yeah but mm-hmm. there are probabilities and there are things that you can the way you can affect the chance not directly it's mm-hmm. like taking mods and x-wing and you are playing the chance game you're optimizing for I'm going to put myself in the position where I have the highest probability that chance will favor me, mm-hmm. which is you know, not really a thing because it sounds wrong. But I'm going to do the thing that will end out well for me 80% of the time. I'm going to do that. But maybe if I'm behind and I'm you know, game state aware, then I'm willing to take, like the only way I'm going to win is if I get this 20% thing. Okay, great. All right. I, I get that. your point. Uh, I get your point because that's in the game now. Yes, mm-hmm. and that's reading your opponent. Opponent, but now it's in the game. But after it'll be in the game, and you read your opponent, but it's still dev- decided by die. Mm, yeah, it work or not? But how you're, much? You're, how you're much that? Out, how much that die roll affects you depends on which decisions you make. Uh, yeah, it's, it'll it's affect always... the decisions because one forward, like you aptly uh, described, would probably be the better pl- better choice in most cases. Short, just turn a little bit, or just straight forward, and you know you get the yeah, focus anyway, I mean, just, and you get to just, shoot anyway. Just to be clear, in my particular example, the fact that it ended up with a one forward was because we ended up. I that was sort of the visual thing I had. It could just as well have been a free heart. That got me to sure. that place where I could, you know, oh, I can but, barrel roll here to block, or I can stay and likely and maybe even have a shot, uh, or at least have an action and shoot at some of your other ships in case you do yeah. the maneuver I think you do. And um, and in the same example, that three hard would have been a block would have been blocked by the other player. If they see it, yeah. No, if they roll it. No, no, no. If they see it, because I mean, I'm not necessarily going to move into a position that is obvious for you to go. Uh, because I, yeah, I, I can put myself in a position before that barrel roll where the only reason you would go there if if you think I need to go there before I barrel roll. But if you do, if you dial that move in, then that will only work if you're first player. And then you have chosen to leave it Mm -hmm. in the hand of the dice with a 50 50 where you have a bad outcome if uh if you're second and you have a good outcome if you're first and i have dialed in something where i have an acceptable outcome in either case i i can't see that because Uh, i because i'm assuming you're also going for something that has an acceptable outcome yeah i mean i i think it's think about it two players with the exact same skill, yeah, you know they're 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 equally matched. Yeah, 
but then I mean, they, I mean you can you know, I mean are we talking two hypothetical players that are completely identical in every way or do they have different play styles and different personalities and different similar uh, play styles but you know they they have they are at the opposite ends of of the same you know they have the sports state okay and they're yeah. both smart they're both smart about it and one of them takes a chance yeah right and he probably does because he's behind let's because... say it's even steven one of them takes a chance but if it's okay even steven, he wants to win sure okay and the other one doesn't does the quote-unquote safe move yeah uh, and that is decided uh, the success of that round is decided on a dice roll <clears throat> maybe before what how was it decided in normal x-wing just because you knew who, was, who went in, first yeah but in, in normal x-wing you could have the exact same situation where it was just decided by yeah. well one player took a chance and the other player didn't call it so therefore I mean, yeah then you actually have knowledge of something to call on, you know. But but, but, uh, you, but you do the thing that is decided by the dice roll all the time in X-wing anyway. Like, oh, I roll in. I mean, I have to take the evade to survive. But uh, maybe if I can kill you in this one shot, I just need to roll four natural uh, hits and at least one crit. Yeah, and that, draw direct. That, that's that's mitigating the the damage aspect. I'm talking about. Adding variance to the maneuvering of the space of the actual pieces on the board. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, it's still the same thing. It's it's a chance, and it turns dice into one player decides to put put his faith in the dice. Yeah, I mean, if if we continue this, we just we meet up at a table night. and roll three dice. Oh, I won. Let's go get another game. No, because uh, neither you nor me are the kind of players who would leave it up to the dice all the time. Uh, not all the time, but in the crucial moment, in the joust, in the scrum, in the round two of engagement. Yeah, if you're behind. But if you're not behind, no, then it would be dumb to leave it up to chance and give yourself a 50% chance of losing. I mean, why would you do that? I'm not... The, you're... No. Okay, I'm not but, talking about that. No, no, but... It, I'm, what I'm Why would you not go one forward in in the second round? I think that you are one overestimating how often this would come up in a typical game. Um, and the lack of agencies on the player's part for finding moves that are decent in either case without them being necessarily extremely suboptimal. Well, they are by definition, if they're not the, I mean, if a move is, if you can do the perfect move as second player and you don't know if you're a second player, then you can say mm -hmm. any other move is suboptimal. Well, yeah, it is suboptimal to that, but that move comes with a 50-50 chance of being a failure. So that actually just makes it a bad move. I don't get it. I mean, I, I agree if your assessment is that there are going to be a lot of times where you only really have one thing you can do in your dial, then it's bad. But I, I that's not my experience with actually playing road games. 
Well, yeah, I I see your point, but it's like, um, so, and I'm not I'm not saying that I think this is the best thing that ever happened to X-wing. I'm just saying it it has some pros, it has some cons. That's really all I'm trying to get across, and that's also why I would encourage. I, as I said, I totally respect the. I'm not going to play this until I get the full package. I think Actually, that's fine, but I also think that it, if if you don't, oh, and I I hate to say this, but it's like if you don't actually try it and try to look for the good things as well as the bad, then it feels a little bit sort of disingenuous to to no. ditch, to diss it. Okay, Jan, I've I've been listening to you, and you say okay, some good things, some bad things. The thing is. What I'm hearing, I, I'm not hearing any good things. I'm hearing there are things that I can live with. No, no, that's good things. Well, you didn't mention a single good thing, I feel. No, but that... <laughs> okay, but... What... Not just... A... No, but, okay. I My main good thing here is that I am of the firm belief that the first player, second player structure of X-Wing was bad for the game. That second player yeah. was too valuable. That even though I'm not saying that these zombie games were 100% determined, they were not. They probably were at the very at the very highest level of play. Um, and especially yeah. if they came along with like. Uh, uh, a significant player skill advantage that went in the way that second player was already better than first player, then that game is now pointless. But it's not so much when you set up the game that you have a full zombie game. It's more like uh, that bottom third of games where you just see people, you know, concede, even though they have plenty of pieces left on the board, because there's not actually anything to play for. We all know that that Kylo is never going to be caught. We all know that uh, that Suntir can do as he freaking well please because he's going to move after that wedge and the wedge doesn't have a chance. The point is that second oh, player, that, that second is player was more valuable than, than the points spent otherwise for sure. bits of reasonable sizes. Whether they were worth 20 of 25 points, typically for the squads that took them, they probably were. That was a problem, and it did okay. lead into certain game states where, even though the game was not finished, it was decided. Sure. Okay. Uh, take out prepositions. Uh, do deficit definite deficit scoring. Why do you have to mess with that as aspect of the game maneuvering? I don't. Uh, I, I think just, just uh, the very core of X-wing, where you where you got a place and you want to go there, and uh, you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, and that's why I mean, and I've said that before. I I personally think, without having tested it, that uh, random order before dials would have been better. Um, it would have kept the game more as is, and it would perhaps have been the greatest fix. But it does mean, however, that you then turn from, instead of, oh, in this game, this player has a complete and very substantial advantage by being second player, 
you then turn it into, well, in this round, one player has a very uh, substantial advantage. And sure. I actually think that if you went that way, you could end up in situations where mm. like, as soon as that happened, then the guy who was first player would either disengage, especially if he were ahead on points, uh, or he would just try whatever he could to get a bump and just, you know, play um, that game. And you um, can say, is that skill-based? It might well be. Is it entertaining? No. Oh, yeah. please, well, come well, on. I, I, nah. it, it, it's, it's 100% skill-based. Skill, skill That's what I'm saying. And, no, you said maybe. but And not as entertaining. I mean, I would call that game extremely entertaining. I mean, I love the... Uh, and I'm going to use AMG's, I mean, ver AMG's version of the term tower defense and Chad is going to die because they think they meant something else. But uh, yeah, that is it is it because the next turn is just going to be the same thing, just the other way around and the game is not progressing. So well, I, th I think it is... Now, now, no, now, now you're using uh, the logic A, a at least earlier. Now, now you're thinking there's only one move. And the only thing you can't do is block him. But your opponent also, has you, you your opponent has so your opponent has other moves as well. Yeah, and you can maneuver in the rounds before to mitigate that. Yeah. <laughs> can you? Because you don't know yeah, if you're yeah. going to be first or second player. No, but you you but you know it before. <laughs> you don't know, you know it, know it either. <laughs> you know it before you actually set your dial. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. I mean, you're proving my point essentially on, no. on another, another, another issue. But I'm not no, saying. I, I mean, I, I don't I know. Maybe uh, uh, random order before dials could have worked fine. But I mean, if I'm going to be the honest uh, uh, devil's advocate here, I'm just you know going to have to parrot the, the 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 argument, right? Which is, it still left that round where you had the maximum taken advantage of being second player. It still was the getting second player through the die roll now became more important. Whereas in road, the act, what you actually roll with the dice matters less than it would in random order before dials. Because the effect is less. When you, even when you, are, when you have two I-5s across from each other, in a road setup sometimes when you look at the game you're thinking oh in this turn i would like to be first player sure Even though it's okay. an ace off right i get that but in, I get but that. It, but but in uh, random order before dials then there yeah. would be so few circumstances where you would say this time i would really like to be first player mm -hmm. because uh, so the whole it 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 makes first and second uh, road makes first and second player more equal which yes, essentially takes variance out in the, in the same thing you were talking about earlier then you just do the optimal move and get the block off or barrel that way it's the same argument however you actually know what's going on i mean yeah but it's a matter of you i agree there's uncertainty 
I, I mean, we could also go, plans, go, the, go to the other. We could always, we could also go the other way, and just when we're down to two ships, you just have a roll off. I mean, that's where it's going. You get in the shoot and uh, get mods and bump uh, when there's two ships left, and it's fine. Just, just roll off. Different kind of final solvo. No, but it essentially. Yeah under the old rules, under the bed, and under yeah. any other sort of static player order, then that is what we did. Because we had already at the beginning of the game decided that if we end up with these two same initiative aces on the board at the end, yeah. then that guy who uh, does not have the first player token is going to win. Is he? In a substantial amount of the cases. That then means that, I mean, I'm not saying that it took away all agency because obviously, if you were first player, you wanted to kill that thing mm -hmm. even harder but, than if you were second player. And it became yeah, part of the strategy that, and so that, on. That, that, that's the thing. When you know you're first player, you're, you're going to go for that thing that you don't want to face in the end game. Yeah, I and have you know, no and idea. You, and, you know, and you know what? Out of, out of all the Ace versus Ace games, I've I've hardly ever done an end game with a I6 versus an I6. Yeah. No, I and agree. I have no idea in the history of X-Wing where any initiative lower than six has ever won an X-Wing game. I, I just don't get that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. How did they do it? How was it possible? No, because they had more <laughs> than one ship against the I6. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Or it was like, I mean, obviously, if you have Sunchia flying around one hull with damaged engine and you have a full I-5 fire spray, then things are going to go differently, right? Uh, but, I mean, there's a reason that people bit deep. There's a reason that two-ship ace lists work. Yeah, because they're able to, if you take that away, which they are yeah, doing. Yeah. But I'm, and I'm not, I I'm absolutely, I would agree with you that if if we approach this as, okay, let's fix X-Wing. Let's just fix bidding. If mm -hmm. that is our approach, and I, I think I said this in our last cast as well, if that is our approach, then I agree. There is less extreme ways to do that. But that is clearly not, not what AMG is doing. That's not their objective. That's not the way they approach this. This is not exactly. some. This is not a great thing that they have done solely to address the problem of bidding. Oh, this but is what they're doing—they are basically a, creating a new game. That's what they're doing. They are creating at least what would—I mean, I would agree to saying they're creating like a new edition of the same game. Actually, uh, three point eight. Uh, whatever. But three, I mean, three point five, basically. No, okay, whatever. <laughs> I mean. Now we're just talking degrees, but we're on the same side of the argument. So let's not spend yeah, time yeah. on that. Um, but all right. basically, that is what they're doing. And why are they doing this? Well, they're, my assumption that I talked about last time is they're doing this because they think that it is required to massively increase the player base. And mm -hmm. that's their success criteria. Yeah, I and think if I, that I, works, I agree with you there. I mean, and, I think this is a marketing and, and, and if I, I don't want to call it marketing. 
Oh, yeah. Because it, it's not that. It is product design. It's different because marketing is just empty words. They are if if they are changing the game to make it easier to get in and learn, make it less punishing to learn and so on. And that is a design criteria for every game. Every game but if needs you, new players. But, but if you if you think if you think about it, uh, how is road going to be easier to learn and more forgiving to learn? I don't see that either. I agree. And that's why I agree with Aid's original point that says uh, it is a little bit of a different game when you have matched initiatives, and that's a little bit weird, and that does mm-hmm. not seem new player friendly. But what it does do is that when that new player is proudly flying his wedge around, because let's face it, that new player is a rebel. We all know that. And sure. he's up against Suntir then it is a lot less of a feels bad and he still feels he's in the game. And that is a better experience for that new player. That's what I'm saying. And I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying I wouldn't prefer the game to stay the way it is. I'm saying that's not the way the game is going. And then instead of saying, oh, well, that's not the X-Wing I know and love, so I'm going to hate this. I am honestly trying to see, okay, but new things, I'm going to miss some things. Other things have been fixed. However, they could have been fixed with less. But what new things, what new depth is there in this game? Because at the end, I also think that... uh, people on either side of this argument have a strong tendency to overstate how much this is actually going to matter. And I'm really, I'm honestly saying that this happens from people from both camps that are like, oh, my game is ruined or, oh, all games is going to be so much better now. Because, um, I mean, it's okay. there's a lot of games where this is going to have no 35% or a very minor probably in the majority of the remaining 65% effect. Assuming we are just talking road. And then I am as worried as everybody about the bump and range one shots and everything. And I'm going to cry and scream along with you if that ever gets into a rule book or they ever have a stream where they say, yeah, we decided this is going to happen. Uh, with a bumping any, and shooting. Yeah, and anybody... Oh, tr- I mean, I know me, what you're going to yeah, say. This is, this is going to happen. No, no, no. Yeah, and I know you're going to say that, but uh, that's just a pessimistic outlook on life. I'm no. sorry, but it is. It, it, was ju- it was just watching the stream twice and how they said set, set those things. Yeah, yeah. That is, it's called overanalyzing, Gisli. If you looked at the yeah. uh, extravaganza stream, they said we're going to have random player order. When asked in a following paint stream, they said it's going to be determined at the start of the game and it's not going to change. Mm-hmm. Now, f- two months later, they're not <clears throat> saying that anymore. Yeah. So why would they not? Ch- why Is it impossible that then with that in mind, they, change, they clearly changed their mind? So is it impossible with that in mind that they uh, decide to not do the bump and focus? 
I actually don't know if they even changed their mind. I I don't think they have a clue what they're doing, but uh, whatever. Yeah, they might they might change their mind if if your assumptions are correct. They I mean, can change their mind. Of course, they can change their mind. They haven't published I mean, the new rules yet, and even after they publish the rules, they can also change their mind. Yeah, My, and, uh, yeah. And I think I think it's also one of one of the things that I also. As much as I have mostly been identifying myself with the anti-road camp, I think it is disgusting how people treat the uh, the developers. Because I I don't see I I mean I don't want to call you disgusting, Gisli. Sorry if the, if it comes out that way. No no, mean, no no no. You're not being fair. You're honestly I mean, I, not being fair. You have, I'm not I'm you I'm have, not saying no no. I'm but not you have saying people here who have you know. Uh, have a long uh, accredited, you know, career in game design and have made great games that have been successful. Why would they be incompetent? Why would we assume incompetence? Have they? Have they been there for so long? I mean, I, I mean, I've seen, I mean, I, I've I seen plumbers locked uh, LinkedIn profile, same as everybody. That might not look very convincing on the feature, but he's not the freaking main developer. He's there because he's a communication I, guy. I, I, I know that. He's know not that. the studio head. No, yeah, I know that. But the other guys have done War Machine. They've done Marvel. Sure. I mean, I mean why I, would, I'm not. I, 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 I assume I, that we are better I'm, game designers. I'm that. not saying they are bad game designers, and I'm not saying they are bad people. Not not even the slightest. I'm just saying what I hear and have been seeing. I don't think they have a grasp of this particular game. But I, I can I, I can sometimes I I admit I can have the same feeling. Other times when I look at the last points update they did, with the exception of Dash, and let's face it, FFG has done as big mistakes in the past as Mm -hmm. that we now see with Dash, with the exception of Dash, I think, for example, uh, I think the last points update we got was perhaps the best points update we've ever seen. And it's yeah, so, that, and I mean, I, when, I, have you remember I, when I, we I, went through it, we were like, there's like small changes everywhere that shows like regular deep insight into the game. But they clearly, what I would agree to is that they don't, they don't hold the same thing sacred as the majority of the community does. Yes. I mean, exactly. And if you're, I mean, okay. Uh, I agree with you, Jan, there. Everything you said in the last few minutes about the developers. Uh, and I don't, uh, I don't even, uh, I think they're developing a game That'll be interesting to learn, but boring to master. Instead of easy oh. to learn and hard to master. Yeah, I agree. I don't. I think that assumes. I I I I can see your point. If uh, if we get you know uh, uh, a focus on bump uh, and. Perhaps shooter range two. I'm not even sure that's gonna matter. I think actually that's gonna be more of an advantage for Aces than it's gonna be for the swarm that is trying to kill it. 
I mm. absolutely, I would absolutely agree. If if you have the the bump action, no doubt. But if you don't, yeah. then I actually think that dial setting and uh, managing that whole sort of risk reward uh, things as you set your dials and you think through all the scenarios and say, okay, am I going to do the, the risky thing because I'm behind or am I going to do the safe thing because I'm ahead? I'm going to do somewhere in between because this game is still up in the air. Uh, and how can I mitigate that with my other ships and how what position am I in next round and everything? I think the game just more, got more complicated and more complicated means more skill-based. Um... I'm. I'm not sure. I, 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 mean, I don't think it's going to be more complica complicated. Jan, Jan, uh, about uh, the complication hinges by your definition of that that little scenario you just painted up hinges on a die roll. Okay, you can try to mitigate it, but that's like always doing the quote unquote safer thing, the the one forward or something like that. No, it's it, it's not necessarily. I mean, yeah, some, it's, some, it's some, kind of like... No, no, but you can have the move where you say, okay, in this turn, if I do this move, I am going to yeah. dunk his A so hard that the game is basically won. Yeah. Okay. However, if I don't become second player, then that move will put me in a somewhat bad position, but it's not going to lose me the game. Okay, great. That is a good risk assessment. On the other hand, I could have, well, if I do this move and I'm second player, I'm going to get a good shot at, you know, progressing and becoming ahead. I'm still not, I haven't won the game, but it's, I'm taking a good step. But if it fails, I'm just going to lose the game. Okay, great. If I choose to take either of these two, I'm, I'm not hinging on a dice roll. I am betting against odds that are not just 50-50. It's so, like poker. So so what you're saying, you should always play it safe. No. No, no he's that, saying... I'm not he's saying, saying you should that, balance your decisions. You're balancing yeah. risk with reward, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which you are already doing normally by your dial choices, and now there's an mm -hmm, additional yeah. factor to consider that in order to consider it correctly, you need more insight into the game, you need to think be thinking turns ahead, including factoring in uncertainty and so on. And I think actually, and that might give, that might actually make it harder to master. And I mean, I heard somebody said it at some point where they said, uh, this is going to be, uh, this is going to make very good players even better. Uh, I think sure. if you throw this after somebody like uh, Nicholas, but I He's I disagree that you I, I I can't really see how you are going to think multiple turns ahead when you don't know if you move first or second. I mean, you you can obviously know multiple turns ahead in the in the first maybe two or three rounds, but once you're in a scrum, you have no idea. You can't think multiple turns ahead. Now maybe you should reconsider whether you want to be in that scrum then. Because there's also, I also think that there's a lot of ships that are sort of functionally the same now that will turn out different. Because yeah, but having, the game having, having a always, better dial is going to mean more than it did before. The game almost always ends in a scrum. 
that's even though you're flying aces or whatever it it just the game goes that way and like i like you're flying a turret ship and like i said told haukon i don't think i remember a single game i have ever played in first edition and second edition that basically didn't end in some kind of a joust and i fly a lot of aces sure one of my aces might be flanking but the other two are basically jousting well you you eventually have to look at each other to shoot each other right yeah yeah exactly and that's a joust then you're flying at each other and then you then you end up in a scrum uh i just briefly need to address uh the comments here uh action right the the truly thing that sickens that AMG hasn't given any support or feedback to the X-Wing community. Action, I just want to say one word. The rules forum. That's all I'm going to say. That thing had done something that FFG could have done a million times over, and they never did. Oh, yeah, I agree. And and you know that just as well as me, uh, Jan, that I was super optimistic about AMG before this. And I talked them way up. Yeah, well, I mean, you were uh, we were probably at the same spot there at least. Mm-hmm. I don't know how optimistic mm-hmm. we were, but yeah, I don't know. I think um, let's see. Uh, let's see what. Uh... <laughs> okay, Nobby is pointing out that they ruled Sari incorrect in the rules form, but Nobby Sari is gonna be <laughs> fine with the bump. <laughs> Thing because imagine now Sari can move in and bump. She gets a focus because she bumped, but she still gets her action even though she bumps, so she also gets a target lock. Sari's gonna be great. No, because Sari gets two actions when bumping. Anyway. Okay, uh this got kinda heated. Yeah. <laughs> I love you, Jan. I love you too, both of you. Uh, and I just, I, 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 I can't. Even, I even can't, though I'm disgusting. <laughs> yeah, even though you're disgusting, Gisli. You're part of the disgusting group. There's some people who are much, much worse than you, are saying much, much nastier things, and are, you know. No, I, 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 I actually don't feel I'm, like I'm saying anything nasty to the developers. I mean, there are people like. No, you're saying you're I, saying they don't have a clue what they're doing. And that is the same as saying they're incompetent. No, what nasty. they're doing... They don't, I think he's saying they don't get the game. Yeah. They, this particular game, I'm not saying they're bad designers in any way. True. I think... I think... Yeah. I, think I, I, now I can rewrite that to... Uh, they have a different feeling about what makes X-Wing great than you. Yeah, maybe. That's a and, better wording. Yeah, and I, I agree. And I think they have a they have a different uh, thing on what's make X Men great than at least fifty percent of the X Men community does. But I I have to say one thing because I mean I, I've I've talked about people who really like growth as well, and they they have mentioned that oh you you just hate it because you love flying aces. And I just want to point that out that if there's something I love flying more than aces. And that's phantoms. And do you know which ships are gonna love rope? Phantoms. Phantoms gonna be, be fire. Exactly. Especially imagine a phantom so, that gets a focus even if you block it. 
Oh, Jesus. And it, and it has the evade, so it's, it has focus evade even when blocked. I mean, what's the problem? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. So, well, yeah, no. Also, that's that, not that, the that being blocked. That, yeah, taking that's a focus not... action, rolling. And roll. <laughs> yeah. Who <laughs> needs, who needs Am- passive sensors? Amateur Nantexes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Anyway. Anyways. Uh, this, got... this took a, that was longer than we. Yeah, we're gonna sk- we're, we're gonna skip the next plan segment. Um, <laughs> uh, then we have some content for next time. Uh, we yeah. so as a teaser, dear listeners, uh, we're thinking of doing a segment where we talk about uh, the black box format uh, and you know how would would it work? What does it mean for X wing? Good and bad that we have all these ships that nobody can that everybody seems to think they have on that everybody has, but that beginners can't actually get hold of. Well, they can, maybe. If, But in AMG's new world, if we get three times as many players, it's going to be a problem. Anyway, we're going to talk about that next time and then move on to Thule Challenges. Thule Challenges. Yes. And we, I think we've been good, guys. It's only been two weeks since we recorded mm-hmm. last time. Actually, only mm-hmm. 13 days. Yeah. And... Uh, since then, we have we've... not just played one game of Thule Challenges, we've played both of them, and we streamed yeah. them. And We managed to see it through. <laughs> yeah. And I still have the intention of putting them up on our YouTubes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you if you poke me, Gistin, maybe also get the editor to poke me, we might be able to do that before we release mm-hmm. this, so we can put the YouTube things in the show notes. Yes, please. Uh, but we did play both games. Uh, it ended with a first AIDS Republic uh, nonsense uh, played against uh, Steppy's little four-ship cute rebel list. Mm-hmm. I mean, both you guys built to six ships and Steppy was fair and just loaded with upgrades <laughs> his four rebel ships. <laughs> and it, it, I think that game was glorious, uh, especially the V-Wing that dropped the... Uh, the electro proton bomb. The electro proton bomb that took yeah. almost every rebel shield on the table, yeah. except, except the B wing that just managed to fit a barrel roll in towards the board edge and squeeze out. That was yeah. Glorious. Who knew uh, electro proton bombs uh, going off twice uh, would do so much shield damage? Who knew? Who knew? Who knew? <laughs> I actually thought that once would have been enough, but yeah, um, but yeah. <laughs> It was uh, it was rough. He took all his shields, and you got hit by you. You took no damage whatsoever, right? Uh, and he also took uh, a weapons disabled, and and yeah, it it, it was a slaughterhouse. Yeah. <laughs> so then in the final, uh, it's uh, Republic list there uh, came up against Geesley's Imperial list, which was a nasty piece of control, uh, very ungeesley actually. Mm-hmm. Um, that that's why I built it, something different. <clears throat> and that was a great game. And right now I completely blanked out. Did you, you won, Gisli, right? Yeah, I did. But it was yeah, actually the game just, I was very happy to lose. Just barely, though. Yeah, it was it was it was pretty close and uh, and quite an interesting game. Mm. I don't think that scenario was. I know you didn't find it interesting as players because you were like. Yeah, we're just going to wait out the first few turns, then we're going to engage. <laughs> yeah. But 
I felt it was kind of interesting to comment no. on the stream, and I thought I think the stream is pretty interesting to watch. Yeah, but the thing that the the waiting of the few turns that was actually probably better for Aik. Uh, it could have been, but he failed mm. to take advantage because yeah, yeah. he channeled you into the center of the board, mm -hmm. but he was not there to capitalize on it. Yeah, and he also didn't have a list that actually would capitalize on putting all your ships in the same place because oh, no. he had like four v-wings and two torrents <clears throat> i mean yeah. it's not exactly like uh thumpers right uh, <laughs> so maybe he should have been in there with the, with the v-wings and yeah. you know dropped his uh his thermals then but yeah, yeah. um but fun fun game and congratulations geesley for the win thank you thank you um and that is the f i think it's the fastest through the challenge in a while even though it was like a a two stage yeah. thing yeah i know but it was fun i mean both of those uh, scenarios were like messed up yeah and I, i've got one point i'm back uh i did drop the thermals yeah. and geese rolled Eight of them yeah, and got you, zero no, no, damage. But, but the point was you should have dropped them in the middle. You did get okay. it. Uh, you, right uh, yeah, you did get you did get two off. That's true. Gisli rolled eight die for thermals. He got zero damage. If he had gotten like three damage, I would have won. Was it eight? Wasn't it six? Eight. <laughs> and I rolled two and got two damage. Yep. Well, that's that's what you see. We weren't even playing road, and here it was. It was a dice game. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> At least it wasn't, wasn't rolling off if uh, the move would stick or not. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so, Mr. Geasley, mm -hmm. you have the right of challenge now. Do you have a challenge yeah, ready? Uh, yes. Well, I have a short mini challenge for all of you guys even Hakon and Steppe even though they're not here oh but this this is just a mini challenge um okay is is this I, is this your I, way I, of saying that you have a challenge this time and then you also think that you get to do the challenge next time yes because no one wins well all of you win at this challenge every single one of you huh. this is a glorious channel channel challenge only takes about one and a half hour and since it since it was live day the other day i i want you guys to watch the holiday special that's not gonna happen yeah no no why not okay. it's a challenge okay uh i would like to propose an alternative challenge uh watch the uh halloween lego special and you that's will, not a, no, you that's will not a challenge. Be. A challenge? Who wins the challenge? The one nope. who watches is the best? No, all of you. This is just while I think of a more uh, better challenge. I mean, okay. all okay. of you win. Okay. You only get one challenge. I, I mean, I'm sorry, but I have to do, go boo. <laughs> and we all know, by the way, that if you are to watch the, the Star Wars Christmas special, you should do it with the original TC, Radio TCX commentary. It's holiday special, not Christmas special. Ah, whatever. 
I'm sorry, I was out of the Star Wars universe there for a moment, but you should still use the original Radio TCX commentary. Yeah, that was fun. The only way I'm going to watch the holiday special is if I'm like uh, a keg in and you're still serving me booze. I don't think (laughs) that there exists an amount of alcohol that can get me there. Maybe there are illegal drugs. That will make that thing bearable. But... Well, okay. I'm, I'm just going to drop this here. Uh, the holiday special is still better than Road. Okay? We can all all agree on that, right? No. That's pretty accurate. <laughs> okay. And, but, 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 but it refuses to try either. True. <laughs> no, okay. I don't really refuse. I refuse to play road without any road rules. Oh well, I rest my case. Anyway, let's not get back there. Uh, <laughs> maybe Please we don't. can. Maybe we can make a special episode where we just do a twelve-hour marathon discussion. Um. Uh, but then we need some kind of interaction so we can, you know, throw virtual poop at each other or something. Uh, <laughs> or, but... or fly virtual uh, spaceships at each other. That also works. That could work well, if, if we play with road rules. But what if we watch Holiday Special together? Oh my and, God, and, that's and, a Holiday Special. And, and stream it. No. <laughs> nope. I mean, I, um, I, I I've actually it? tried a few times, and I I just can't bear it. It's like no. I'm slowly dying. Then the bad <laughs> cartoon segment comes, and that is somewhat bearable because at least I can think, oh look, this is so interesting. This is how they invented Boba Fett, and yeah, and oh look, there's Vader, and oh okay, everything is fine. But after that part, it's just it's just Asinine. no. No, it's it's kind of like, uh, yeah, it's kind of like masturbating with a cheese grater. It's slightly amusing, but mostly painful. Uh, I mean, the best part of the show is obviously the cooking show, right? Stir, stir, stir. God, that's why you wrote whip in the show notes. Okay. Yes. Uh, as. Uh, as original creator of the Thule Challenge concept, and by the power invested in me by Ed, who hopefully agrees now, I officially issue you two warning points for <laughs> a bad challenge, and you have one more attempt next time. Yes, I concur. Yes. I would be open to alcohol and watching it with you, Gisli, though, and streaming it. Okay. I would be open to so, but only at a point where we were physically together. True. So I'm saying that... Let's make that happen. We will make that happen at a future date. If that happens during next summer, it's not going to be as thematic. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I think that since it's life day... Well, Noppy says F for Thule. It's quite if you stream it. I mean... We're not gonna stream the stream the show. 
We're not like we're, a reaction video, you know. Yeah, basically, it's all yeah. uh, cool kids are doing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, basically, okay. it's going to be something that you can pull up if you have two monitors. Then you can later, yeah. you can you can watch the Christmas special, uh, holiday special on one, mm-hmm. and you can watch mm-hmm. the Thulis on another, and then you can yeah. say, "Now I'm not suffering alone." Yeah, exactly. Okay, let's uh, get on with, I guess, our final sort of proper segment, which is the. Oh, I forgot the full name. <laughs> pink uh, editor. Editor quiz. Oh, pink editor host quiz of the week. I think I broke Jan. Yeah, you broke <laughs> me a little bit. Um, <laughs> but I'm glad, I'm glad you didn't break me completely. Anyway, so today uh, we have a shorter one. And uh, it all, it's also a substantially easier one because you sucked last time. Um, yes. Again. So it is just four, four yes, no questions. Well, eh, one of them is a zero, one or two question, but, and they are, they're relatively easy. Um, so I am now going to put it into the, through the chat. Uh, <clears throat> and then we're going to go through it together. And it's also in the, um, in the Twitch chat. So feel free to play along. So, it was a good day for an X-Wing tournament. So you decided to show up at a local store tournament with the Inferno Squadron TIE Swarm. In round one, you are up against a dual aggressor build with IG-88B and IG-88C, both equipped with heavy laser cannons and auto blasters. On one of the turns... IG-88B, which has lost all shields, are at range free of Aiden Versio and Gideon Hask. IG-88B has the TIE Fighters in its front arcs and vice versa. Gideon Hask is in range 1 of Aiden Versio. And this state of affairs, I think, accounts for most of the questions. Player order dictates that your TIE Fighters attack first. So apparently somebody won the wrong dice roll. So mm-hmm. for the Imperial the player... I4? Yes, and so are the IG, IG-88s. I thought there were threes. No, they're anyway. Fighters. So for the TIE Fighters, what is the correct order in which to attack IG-88B? Do you shoot with Aiden first, then Gideon? Or do you shoot with Gideon first, then Aiden? Should be a fairly easy question, especially when you can reference the text. For the second question, when Gideon shoots, he puts a blinded pilot crit in on IG-88B. Later, IG-88B returns fire using his heavy laser cannon, and he miraculously just rolls out of hand four natural crits. Gideon Hask rolls two evade and two blanks on defense. How many face-up damage cards does Gideon end up taking? Zero, one, or two? Now, as it occurs, I decide to spend her charge to prevent all damage to Gideon. 
Does this give IG-88B a bonus attack? Yes or no? Ooh. And finally, after the game, you're just wondering with your TIE Fighters. Can Iden Versio actually spend her charge to prevent critical damage from an auto blaster shot out of arc of the defender? So you know the auto blaster, you cannot cancel crits. Yeah. So you decide to ask the TO. What does the TO, hopefully, i.e. if he is, you know, I don't know, Piffo, what will he tell you? Will he tell you, yes, Iden Versio can prevent that damage? Or no, Iden Versio cannot prevent that damage. And I have sent in. I see. Gisli has sent in. I see. Nobby has sent in. So I'm going to let you out on a secret here that Nobby has sent in twice because Nobby was testing uh, this thing for us. Uh, we have Ed. Okay, then I guess we are there where we should be. Uh, how can I actually... Oh, here we go. Individual. Okay, Nobby gets all the points. Boom, boom, boom. Nobby gets all the points again. Yes. Okay, and here we have Geesley. And it is next, right? Yeah. Okay. Sure. So, question number one. What is the correct order to attack IG-88B? The correct order is to start with Aiden, then Gideon, because shields, all shields are down, but there are no damage cards left. So if Aiden could put in a damage, Gideon would get an extra die. Mm -hmm. I'm trusting you both to have that right. Yes. Then we have question number two, which is Gideon puts a blinded pilot crit on IG-88B. IG-88B shoots back with the heavy laser cannon, rolls four crits out of hand. Gideon rolls two evades. How many face-up cards does he suffer? The correct answer is two. Which? Oh, I, I, I didn't get the, uh, has not the blinded pilot head. Yeah. Because obviously you can't modify the dice. You can't modify the... Uh, your uh, Heavy laser cannon tells you to modify... Yeah, exactly. Hit, but you can't just, because you're blinded, which doesn't yeah, make any I, sense at all. I just I just didn't read the blinded part. Yeah. It is what... <laughs> we, listen to Jan. It is what we in the business call a trick question. Yeah. So... Uh, if Aiden, Aiden Versio decides to spend her charge to prevent all damage to Gideon, does IG-88B get a bonus attack? No, he doesn't, which you both have correct. Uh, it's because Aiden Versio does not... It doesn't change the fact that the attack still hit. Um, mm -hmm. It just, you know, makes the damage go away. And after the game, you're wondering... Could she have spent the charge to prevent critical damage from auto blasters out of arc? And the TO will tell you, yes, you can, because again, you're not canceling results. Yes! Moving damage. So we have yep. a perfect score for Mr. Aid. And. I'm as good as Nobby. 
you are as good as Nobby. Uh, and then we have another anonymous answer, which only got to two points. Okay. Yes, that is uh, that is ah. very well. Wait, what is damn this? blinded pilot? Damn blinded pilot! You just got you just got wrecked by the blinded of the pilot. I just didn't read it. No, I knew it. Great. So that is one more point for eight, which makes it very exciting actually, because it means that the standing after this is two points for each because um because eight was one behind so now everybody has two points including stabby who didn't even have to turn up to be fair he wouldn't have gotten it he probably would have gotten one or two correctly <laughs> i mean I, he's sick so sure Maybe because he's sick. Probably. Let's see. I mean, he is quite likely to actually. He can. He has a chance to try to answer it before. Uh, before, but it's not going to give him points. But he might give him honor. Because I agree, it's totally different if you sit at home with plenty of time and you can sit sp sitting there spending ten minutes and checking that you're right. <laughs> okay. Anything okay. else or no, I think we can go to shout outs. Fantastic. Uh Jan, you wanna you wanna start? Um sure. Um I wanna shout out uh, uh Nobby because that is that is he is essentially my Jesper now. Um and I wanna shout out Pifo. Uh, oh sorry. We forgot to mention the, the Camino Cup. Oh no! Yes, that is unforgivable. Did. And here I am, yes. sweet talking Nobby, and we don't even talk about the Camino Cup. Yes. Yes. So Saturday, uh, mm -hmm. which is probably in the past for those um, downloading this, unless our editors uncharacteristically quick, uh, we will be streaming the Camino Cup. Mm -hmm. Uh, we will be there's like a Asia parts and Euro parts, mm -hmm. and uh, the the Swiss part of for the Euro parts we will be streaming from uh, on the Thule Squadron stream, and then mm -hmm. the cut will be across the two parts and happen on the Sunday. Mm -hmm. So um, all of Sunday and as well as the Asia part of day one is going to be streamed by the Fearless Gundarks. Mm -hmm. Uh, with Nobby at the helm. Amazing. And it is a really, really great uh, little tournament. It has amazing price support. Yes. Uh, I love those prices. And oh, I am, my God. I'm so pretty. Even though I love that we're streaming it, I'm so sad that I'm not competing for them. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Super sweet. It is super sweet. And. Yep. So, and it's going to be a relatively short, sweet stream. I think it's four rounds of Swiss. Mm -hmm. um, and we're going to be streaming Saturday from 9.30 GMT. I think it is. Is that right, mm -hmm. Kisley? I think it's right. 
Yeah, nine thirty, um, I think it starts the yeah. tournament. And um, I have a Christmas party with work the the night before, so there's three possible yads you can get. Uh, one is hung hungover yan. He's not very fun. Then there is no, I'm not hungover. I'm still drunk yan. He's substantially more fun. And then there is the boring <laughs> Yen who goes home from the Christmas party early to be responsible and stream. My plan is to be the latter or the third option there. But um, <laughs> you if might, not, might I change. Mean, that might change. We are streaming out of my computer because that's how it's <laughs> going to be. So, I mean, yeah. Good luck for us. Yep. Okay. Shoutouts. Uh, yeah, you, shout you were starting. Yeah. Nobby, uh, Pifo, um, all my lovely pink boys, uh, my regular playing partner, Christian, who I was supposed to play yesterday, but he's apparently a bit under the weather. Let's hope it's not medium C. Uh, so uh, feel better, buddy. Um, oh, yeah. And to the Midwestern Scrubs. And I just want to say, I hate Brussels sprouts. Kisley? Um, yeah, I want to, first out, I want to shout out Eyjit. Thank you for just, yeah, I'm not, beating me is a, is an understatement. Humiliating. You're welcome. It, yeah, it was, it was rough, like proper rough. Uh, and I also want to shout out Geir, uh, who has been very loyal coming to Nexus, and he played a game against both me and Aid the other day. I, w I actually tried out Vader Defender and War Academies. Um, and I want to shout out to the the whole AMG team. Uh, don't take it badly, what I said earlier. Come on, get it right, guys. <laughs> um, yeah. Brussels sprouts. Brussels sprouts can be can be quite tasty. Mm, Brussels sprouts. Come on, I'm trying to start a beef with that, that, that podcast. You've got to get me. Uh, oh, okay. Ew, Brussels sprouts. I mean... So is, is it my turn? No, I, 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 okay. Frozen Brussels sprouts are are horrible. Yes. Okay. Eight. Wow. <laughs> Good catch, man. <laughs> um, so you're saying we have shouted all the uh, important people? All the. Um, okay, then. Then I'm just fine, and I'll shout out Jasper. Is nobody gonna shout out Steppy? He 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 could have been there. I mean, he could have just crawled up in bed with the mic, groaning at us while we argue about road. I mean, no sympathy for me. <laughs> okay, a little bit though. Okay, uh, and finally, before we do the the, the traditional uh, goodbye singing. I have a question for uh, the people who are still in the stream. 
most of them has wisely left. But uh, do you think this episode, did it most remind you of A, the Ricky Lake show, or B, the Jerry Springer show? The latter. <laughs> the latter. <laughs> I hope it was entertaining or that you were drunk enough to think it was. <laughs> so, I'm gonna okay. Chat is not in uh, in accord with each other about which <laughs> of these it is. There's not enough booze for Ricky. We hear from Nobby here. Uh, Action thinks that Ricky Lake is straight on. <laughs> More like Mari, you're not the father. Great. <laughs> but thank you all. I think we have our episode <laughs> title there, Geasley. We just need to workshop that a little bit. <laughs> uh, yeah. Good. But uh, goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. 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 That's really not a Wookiee sound. I should have yeah. drunk more. Wang to put you